does gospel teaching look like in your home? How do you do scripture study with littles? What about with teens? Do you do family home evening or come follow me lessons? How long does your teaching last? There are as many different answers to these questions as there are people. While each family is different, it's sometimes helpful to see how other people are making it work in their homes. Join us today as we give you a behind-the-scenes sneak peek into what gospel teaching looks like in our homes from toddlers to teens. While it's not perfect and rarely pretty, it is real and it seems to work for us. Welcome to the My Teaching Matters podcast, where our mission is to help you, the intentional parent, to teach your children in such a way that they can personally experience the power of Jesus Christ while still at home. Everybody, I'm Lindsay Jensen, and I'm here with my mom and my co-host Leslie Johnson. Hi, everybody. So, mom, what are we going to talk about today? So today's a little bit different. We are going to give you a sneak peek into what gospel study looks like at our homes. We've had lots of people kind of ask us, "So, I, I, I get what you're saying, but what does that really look like?" So. We're going to look at and explore the question of what does gospel teaching look like in my home? That's excellent. So I think, Mom, maybe let's start with, you know, what are the different parts of it that we have, right? So like in my house, and, and we, and I think we're, we'll both provide what we do, right? right? Because we're in very different stages of life. So I have four little kids, ages seven, five, three, and six months. Um, who do you have at home? So I just have um, two basically grown adult children. I've got a senior in high school and then my handicapped son that's living with us. So I've got my husband and I and then the two older kids. So it's going to look very different what we do versus what you do. But I think that um, there's some val- value in in seeing what might be to come as you with young kids can look forward to that. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be quite as crazy as it is now. And uh, <laughs> if there's any of our listeners who have older kids, um, just have an idea of what it looks like. We Let me just put a disclaimer up to begin with. We are sharing with you what it looks like in our homes. It is by no means the best way to do it. It's no means that it's perfect when we do it. That is so not true. And we will try to be as, as um, realistic as we can and what really happens in our homes. But at the same time, it's sometimes just helpful to see or to hear, I guess, on this case, what it is really like as we're trying to implement some of these things. Well, and I think the other thing that we'll point out is that there's some things that at least I'm experimenting with. I think that you've experimented with and you can share maybe some of the things you've had in the past too, not just what you're doing now, but because you've had mm-hmm. lots of years, right? I guess I'm 29 now. You've had 29 years of kids at home that right. you've had family scripture study, right? So um, you have lots of experiences to draw from. And and then and there's some things that we're experimenting with, um, especially with COVID, although COVID's starting to, to end. I think we just got the, the go ahead that we now need to that they're encouraging everyone to meet at church every Sunday. So starting here soon, that's, that's what we're going to do. And we're no longer authorized to have the sacrament meeting 
at our homes anymore without specific permission. Um, anyway, so things are changing, but but we'll talk about all that, all about some of the, you know, what it looks like and some of the experiments we've had. And um, so to start, Mom, maybe what's helpful would be just to say, you know, what are the different aspects of it? Like how many, right. you know, right, do you have family home evening still or family scripture study or like, so what is, what all do you do? over level like what are the different ways that you talk about the gospel okay so for my family again our my family is older and have been doing this for many many years so the basics that we have going on in our family is daily scripture study we have family scripture study and we have personal scripture study um we also do come follow me um so for us our come follow me is mostly done during family scripture study um, so that's kind of combined. Um, we no longer do family home evening. Our family home evening lessons, um, have been replaced by a come follow me lesson once a week. Um, and, and that works for my family, but I think it's a little bit different for your family. Yeah. So for me, for our family, we have family scripture study, daily family scripture study. And when I say daily family scripture study, it's mostly just weekdays, sometimes weekends. Um, we were pretty good about doing it during the summer, not off we're on vacation or something. But um, part of that's because we do it at breakfast, which I'll talk about later. And that's that continues even the summertime. Um, but yeah, so we mostly have family scripture study, mostly weekdays and sometimes weekends. Um, we, Scott and I do try to do personal scripture study. That's true. Um which we can talk about. And then my, I guess my kids a little bit. So we can, yeah, we'll talk about this. We have family personal scripture study. Um, we do have family home evening on Monday nights, which we love. And we, so when, during COVID, when we haven't gone to church, we do, we have had like a come follow me, like a church lesson, a primary sacrament meeting lesson. Um, when we, in the past, when we went to church, we didn't necessarily have that. Um, but we'd still have family home evening on Monday nights. Um, now that we're going to church and we're having sacrament meeting, but not necessarily primary, I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out here soon in the next couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> um, so what's so your, we have daily. So let me oh, just ahead. ask you a question. Is your family home evening lesson based on the come follow me topic or do you do something different for family home evening? Uh, that's about 50, 50. Okay. So. Um, default is come follow me topic, but we're not afraid to change it if we feel like there's something else that our kids need, okay. um, if there's something else going on. Um, yeah, we do cover the come follow me topics throughout the week during our family scripture study. Like that's what we study during family scripture study. Mm -hmm. um, the benefit of doing having a come follow me lesson in addition to the come the daily scripture study is just that it's a little bit longer of lesson, not super long still, but it's um, maybe more experience-based rather than just reading and talking. We can actually do something a little bit more active or color a picture or something mm -hmm. for a bigger come follow me lesson. So, um, so let's, let's just start, let's start with our family scripture study and just maybe just mm -hmm. go into detail what that looks like for your family. Let's just, as we talk about family scripture study, what does that mean for your family? Yeah. So for my family, we do it at breakfast time. That's a time that we chose that was easy to continue. The kids are mostly occupied. They're eating, um, listening, because 
think it's easy to eat and listen. Um, we, for family scripture study, we will read from the Book of Mormon Reader, um, put out by the church. It's like the little comic strip thing. You can get it from um, Desert Book, or we've we ordered it online through the LDS store. Um, I think it's just store.lds.org. I guess store.churchofjesuschrist.org. Um, anyway, but we just got it from there. We have it for all four standard works. Um, so we read from that, and then we'll each read a verse of scripture based on what we just read in the Book of Mormon Reader. So sometimes there's lots in the Book of Mormon Reader, and we can like read a different story every day. Sometimes we just read, like there's one story in there for the week, and so we'll read part of it one day and then part of it the next day. Um, if we're, if we've read the whole thing from the book of Mormon reader, then we might just skip that part and read from the scriptures, but the kids already know the overview of the story from when we read it earlier. Does that make sense? That makes, that makes sense. So you are, you start with the book of Mormon reader. So they understand the storyline, they understand the characters. And then as you uh -huh. read it from the real scriptures where the language is a little bit more difficult and not quite as child friendly, they at least have the gist of what's happening as you're reading that. Yep. So then they usually understand because we're not reading lots. They can usually follow what's happening because we're picking and choosing the verses that have most to do with the story we just read. Exactly. Perfect. And so and we always go ahead. I was going to say, we always ask at the beginning of our scripture study, we ask them, okay, so what are we, what's been happening? What are we learning about? And that's one of my favorite things to ask her to like, it just gets them started and talking because inevitably the three-year-old is the one who pipes up. Oh, we're learning about Nephi. Oh, we're learning about Jesus. And it's just so fun seeing what she's been paying attention to. And then we can ask more specific questions to the older kids to get out some of the more important details. Um, I love that. Alma the Younger, right? It's so fun listening to the three-year-old say, oh, that's the Alma the Younger. We learned about him. Well, that's pretty impressive then, for a three-year-old to be able to remember that. But <laughs> but that is, I like that idea because you're, um, and they, it's, it's something that you do every day, right? So they know that they have to be able to, you're going to ask that question in the morning so they better remember what they learned from yesterday <laughs> that they can share. I like that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a lot of review because it's, it's the same story. You know, they review the story and then we add a little bit more to it. And then the next day they're reviewing all of that story again. And we add a little bit more and then they're reviewing all of that story again. And we add a little bit more. And so it's, it's very much building on itself every day because we always take that time to review. We're going slow through the story itself because um, we're not trying to cover necessarily all of the chapters for us. It's about one story, one principle, and we just repeat it and kind of add to it, go a little bit deeper, a little bit wider every time, so, but still around that one story. So let me ask this question. What if there's not a story? I mean, some sections of Book of Mormon is pretty good, but I remember back when we were doing the New Testament, there were periods of time that there weren't many stories to choose from. Well, and we're going to do Doctrine and Covenants next right. year, right? So that's going to be a lot harder with little kids. Right. Um, yeah. I have to remember what we did. Um, you know, it's we, we focus on a principle. Mm -hmm. I think we focus on a couple of scriptures. Um, we, yeah, we focus on a principle and then just talk about that principle. So maybe the principle was um, repentance. Maybe the principle is faith. Maybe the principle is um, resurrection. You know, whatever it is, 
they're young enough that we can be, they don't know what those principles are. And so we just choose one and then we talk about it. And that's kind of where our monthly theme comes in because when we choose a monthly theme. That makes that easier. Um, It makes that easier. Yeah. And we'll and, talk about that. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. But our scripture study, so our scripture study is our come follow me study. And it happens every day. Um, and we just build on itself just a little bit, little by little. I mean, we're only reading like five verses. There's five people in our family, sometimes a little bit more. Maybe Scott or I will read a little bit more if we feel like it's important to the storyline. Um, we can read a couple extra verses, but each of the kids always get to read at least one. Okay. And for the little ones, do you read it and have them repeat back? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So um, for, for my family um, right now, uh, it works well if we get up early before everybody has to get ready for school or work or whatever. So we get up early in the morning and um, we also use the come follow me um, verses to you for our family scripture study. Um, one of the things, so we will, we will read for however much time we have. Usually 15, 20 minutes is how much time we have to read, but I always leave enough um, room or enough time at the end of our reading for everyone to share something that they learned from what we read that morning. So for me, this is my way of, of helping all of us personalize the scriptures. So we all know that if we fall asleep during scripture, we better have one thing that we remember that we can share with everybody else <laughs> before we leave for the day. So as, as we read, then we all take a minute and just share something that was meaningful to us, something that we learned, something that um, caught our attention or a question that we had, like, you know, I don't really understand that. And it will often lead to discussions that last for a little bit longer. Um, and I've really found that this personalizing the, the scriptures for us older uh, members of my family has really made it um, much more meaningful scripture study for us. Um, right now, it seems like we can finish our Come Follow Me chapters in a couple days. There's just not that much to read. Um, and so what we have chosen to do as my son is preparing for a mission, he'll leave on a mission at the end of this um, school year, um, we are studying Preach My Gospel. So we will read Come Follow Me until we're done with the assigned verses for that week. And then we will pick up the Preach My Gospel manual and read through that and study that together as a family to help him prepare for his mission. So, Mom, do what do you do? You do this just on weekdays? Do you do it on the weekends? Do you get up early as well, or how does that work? So, mostly ours is just done on weekdays, just like like you were saying. It's harder. We again, like you, we try to do it during the summer, but schedules kind of get um, a little bit more crazy during the summer. Um, Sundays we 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 choose. So we've we've gone through the Come Follow Me scriptures. We've talked about them, but we kind of do a deep dive on Sunday with the Come Follow Me lesson, and so we can talk about that. But but Saturdays mostly we don't really worry too much about it. Um, and then but, Sundays you do it and differently, then, and then Sundays we do it differently. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's about all there is to know about our family scripture studies. There's something else that's useful for either of us. No, I just think that I, I hope that you can see that it's different for different age groups. So you with your young 
uh, family, you're you're studying mostly the stories, right? Um, yes. For us, as old, with older kids, we are reading their scriptures and we're trying to figure out what does this mean to me? How can this help me in my life? Um, so it's a different kind of approach. And I think that, that um, as we understand that as our kids get older, we can we can kind of transition from that, just knowing the stories and knowing the characters uh, to actually focusing on principles and then focusing on what those principles mean to us. But that's a, that's a progressive kind of study. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. And there's lots of ways to do that. So, I mean, that's an example of what we do. Yeah. Other people do it very differently and that's, that's totally fine. We're just providing insight into what it looks like for us. Right. Right. Everybody has, has something different that, that will work for them. Um, just really quickly, let's just take a second to talk about um, personal scripture study because I know mo- young moms fitting in that personal scripture study is hard to do when you've got a family. Um, Lindsay, how does how do you try to to, to <laughs> it's so hard juggle that? Um, yep, it's so hard. And every time I get pregnant or have a baby or we move, like it's completely up and I have to totally figure it out again. But right now at this point in life, um, I can get up and I can get up in the morning and read while my kids are still in bed. So I'll try to get up about six and read for about 30 minutes. And I just read in my bed because I found if I get out of bed, um, then kids get up out of bed and then I get nothing out of my scripture study. So I have my scriptures right next to my bed and I just sit up and I read in there. Um, and I have my scripture journal right there and I try to write something in my scripture journal every day. And that's what I think what makes it a lot more powerful. If I'm not writing things in my scripture journal, then it's, um, it's a half-hearted scripture study for me. Um, so I have my scriptures in my scripture journal just on my nightstand that I can get up and do it right when, or at six o'clock when my alarm goes off. Um, yeah. And sometimes if I don't, and, and, and Scott has learned, well, he's always known, but it's, it's, it's been fun because like he knows how big of a priority that is for me. So like if the kids are getting up um, and he's, well, he, cause he'll get up and he'll actually get in the shower and while I'm reading my scriptures. But if I'm still reading when he gets out because I need to go nurse the baby or something. And then, so I might go nurse her and then come back and hole up in my room Then he'll go and, and maybe start helping kids get breakfast ready um, so that I can finish that. Because if I don't get it done first thing in the morning, it just doesn't happen at all for me. Yeah. And uh, I, I love that. And, and, and obviously, you know, when you're up three or four times a night trying to nurse a baby, that might not have happened on a consistent basis. That's just reality, right? Yeah. For me, it's when I'm pregnant, like it's, I can't necessarily get up at six when I'm pregnant. I'm just yeah. so exhausted. Um, but I still try to do it when I do wake up, I try to take a few minutes and it's frankly, it's just not as good. Um, but I've also felt God's hand saying, it's okay. I understand you're giving it your best effort. Yeah. And, and I felt him say that, like, even if I don't feel like I'm getting as much out of it, I know that he's still blessing me because of it, because I'm doing the best that I can in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and for me, um, personal scripture study, um, for me, works best before I go to bed. So I wake up in the morning and we have family scripture study. And when I crawl into bed at night, I keep my scriptures right by my bed as well. Um, and I'll read a verse or uh, not a verse, a chapter or uh, so before I go to bed at night. And that just, for me, it calms me down. It puts, you know, it all of the things of the day kind of can be 
take it out of my mind and I end the, the day on a on a spiritual note and that for that works for me. Um, I've also found that um, listening to a conference talk or uh, something like while I'm in the car or something as I'm driving to work, I have it actually is just the perfect amount of time to listen to one conference talk from my house to the front door of the shop. And so <laughs> I thought, you know, that's the time for me that I can um, just set aside that amount of time. I'll either I'll either call you, Lindsay, or I, <laughs> I was just going to say that unless or I'm I, talking to you on your way to work. <laughs> yeah, I either call Lindsay or I listen to a conference talk. <laughs> <laughs> so those are some okay. ways that we fit that into our our schedule and it, and different people we've I've talked to a lot of moms who do the same thing who find that listening to their scriptures while they're in the shower or they're putting their makeup on or whatever is the the best way for them to get that personal time in yeah um yeah okay so let's jump to the come follow me theme um so we've kind of talked how we do our scripture study um, around the Come Follow Me topics. Um, but those of you who have been listening to our podcast knows that we're really big on having a theme to go along with that um, Come Follow Me um, study. So to make, just to make things easier for us. So Lindsay, why don't you take a second and just talk about how you incorporate a Come Follow Me theme with your gospel teaching? Yeah, so I choose a theme every month, and then I have weekly themes that kind of all fall under that bigger monthly theme. Um, so, for example, I'm trying to think, October, we're talking about, uh, we're recording this right before October, so I've looked at it, but we haven't started. Um, well, I have October, so do you want me to share share mine? So, like, I... Oh, it's commandments. Okay. I, was trying, I had to remember. What's your, go ahead, you can share yours. No, go ahead. You, you got it. Anyway, it just took me a minute. So the idea is all about commandments, that keeping the commandments brings us joy. And so like one week we're going to talk about, um, anyway, so different weeks we're going to talk about different commandments that can bring us joy. And then we're going to, once we hit fourth Nephi, we'll talk about how, you know, they were keeping all the commandments and that was like the happiest time ever. And um, anyway, so that's, that's, that's the theme. So like each week might be a different commandment or it might be, but that overarching idea that we want to talk about is how keeping the commandments can help us be happy and keep us safe and bring us joy. Is kind of the overarching monthly theme that we chose. So, so explain how you incorporate that. If I wanted yeah, to do a theme, a, what would that look like if I were to use that on my family? So the first thing is to choose a theme to figure out what, you know, what it is you want your kids to know or understand or, or do differently by the end of the month. Um, so for us, like there's a couple of commandments that we're going to talk about. So we're like, we're going to talk, highlight tithing. I think we might highlight um, the sacrament or different things. So we're going to highlight some, some of those things. So like um, as we're reading about Christ's teachings, for example, and we have, you know, three chapters is all, but there's so much full of different things we could talk about that Christ talked about. We're going to highlight one, maybe two commandments that he talked about and how that can bring us joy. Right. So that's, so throughout the week, we'll do that. And then we have, um, and then on Sunday, we will, this is particularly if we're not going to church or if there's no primary at church, we'll have a little lesson where we highlight kind of that theme overall and maybe do an activity with it um, to really try to help cement it and help give them an experience around it. Um, and then maybe we'll do that also for family home evening on Monday. Um, we might introduce it on Monday. 
um, and then wrap it up on Sunday. We'll talk a little bit more about family home evening lessons later, so I won't go into too much detail, but, but sometimes we do that. But that theme just, the other thing the theme does is it gives us direction for what we're working on, right? Because I'd say probably 50% of the time we have scripture study, I try to leave a challenge for the children and for even for me and Scott, an invitation to change somehow. Um, but it's always centered around that theme that we're working on. So it's not overwhelming, right? We're not trying to change so many things so quickly. Sometimes it's the same challenge or invitation over and over again, but it's centered around that theme that we have. And so then that's how we're applying the gospel to our life is based on this theme that we've chosen. And how do you choose that theme? I look through ahead. I look ahead through the, um, Usually I use the primary come following me manual. Sometimes the family one too. But I just look at the, because th- you look through and you'll see like three different sections mm-hmm. every week of things you can talk about. And so I'll kind of look through the whole month and see if there's one thing that theme that kind of just pops out that's in every week. And, or somehow if I can tie it in with those things. And so then basically those little headings, little tiny headings, one little section Mm -hmm. in the Come Follow Me would be our weekly theme. And then I, as I'm looking through that and I find the thread that combines all of them, that becomes our monthly theme. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, so then I don't worry about the other little sections in the Come Follow Me manual. I just focus on that one section that has to do with our monthly and weekly themes. And by doing that, then that gives you an opportunity to really focus on just one principle and really have the opportunity over a whole month's time to teach that principle. So sometimes I feel like we feel like we have to get through all of the material or we have to teach them all of these things. Um, But in reality, if we just focus on one thing at a time, it will build much quicker over time than it is if we try to do it all at once. Has that been your experience that that you feel like your kids are understanding more as you just focus on just one principle at a time? Yes. Yeah. I think they understand more. They remember it, Mm -hmm. right? Rather than, you know, we could go through these stories really fast and talk about all these principles, but they're not going to remember it so well. But if we focus, and like I said, with our family scripture study, we hound out that one story. I have them review it. We add a little bit more. Okay, let's review it again and add a little bit more. Um, it really sinks in and like my, yeah, my kids know the main characters of the book of Mormon really well because we talk about them so often. Right. Um, and they may not know everything the book of Mormon teaches, but by going slower, you're actually, you're building um, that, you're building that foundation. Yeah. Yeah. You're creating a really strong foundation that they can build, that they can build up from that. I love that because, okay. So we, at the, the beginning of this podcast, we talked that I've been doing this with my family for 29 years. Think about the power of 29 years every day doing this, you know, not every day because obviously we skip holidays and <laughs> weekends, but, but think about that. As you think yeah. about now me after 29 years of doing this, how much you can have, you don't have to, you can kind of take that pressure off of yourself and say, you know what? We've got lots of years to make this happen. We don't have to try to do it all right now. And I think that that, you, yeah. you, that helps kind of let allow you to take deep breath and just make it enjoyable for you and your kids. Yes. And I think that's the way the Lord works too. It's not the way 
society works. Yes. Right? We think about, <laughs> like, I'll never forget when I, Scott and I first got married and I had an internship in Arizona. Um, and it was an awesome internship. It was, it was, I was with an astronomy group and I was very excited about it. Um, but Scott and I had just gotten married. So I would work until five and then I was done. Like, cause I was going to go home and spend time with my new husband, right. Who had joined me in Arizona, but he didn't have a job cause we were starting grad school. We were about to move across the country again. Like anyway, he had three months that he was kind of just doing odd random stuff, really mostly preparing for grad school, but I wasn't going to leave him home even longer by himself. And, um, anyway, but I remember my advisor getting a little bit upset with me and saying something like, you know, you need to, to work on this. Like I'm busy all the time. And I remember thinking, whoa, 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 busy is not my goal. I am not here just to be busy. I'm here to finish some of the stuff and I will finish this stuff. I promise I have plenty of time to finish the things that I promise to do. Um, but I am not equally important as my time spent with my husband. And she, she made the comment. She's like, you know, you have the rest of your life together. I was like, yeah, but the foundation that we're building now is so important. If we're not spending time together now, what makes us think that we'll spend time together in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? Like right now is so critical that we learn to love and to spend time together, right? And I think, um, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, no, go ahead. I think that that is so applicable to what you are doing with your young families. Now is the time to set those habits. Now is the time to teach consistency and doing these things. Because if you think that you'll be able to teach your kids to um, read their scriptures every day when they're teenagers, it is so much harder than it is when they are three or four. Now is the time to start yes. making those. I mean, my, my teenage son, he does not enjoy getting up and having scriptures every morning. That's not his, he would much rather sleep and stay in bed, but because it's just part of what we do, I have no pushback from him. It's just what we have always done is what we will always do. And so you do it. And, um, mm -hmm. but by setting those um, systems in place when the children are young, it will make your life, as the kids grow older, it will make it so much simpler and so much easier and so much more enjoyable. So, you know, mom, I, I love that point. I think that that's, that needs to be highlighted again, that with the young children, our goal is just to establish those habits. It's to put those routines in place. And it doesn't matter what they look like, but you're just trying to set those up. And if the kids aren't paying attention, you know, if they're sitting there laughing and singing and Scott and I are trying to calm them down, but it's not working, we can say, you know what? Check. That's okay. We did it. We're establishing these habits. Some days are going to be better than others. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's the truth. But, um, but I love that point that, that right now our goal is setting that foundation and setting those habits so that as they do grow, it's not hard to get them to gather. And as their mind grows and they're more interested in some of these topics, you can, you can talk about more things and you can dilate a little bit deeper um, it doesn't have to be all now, but what does need to happen now are those habits and uh, those routines. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so great. Did you have anything more then about your, your come follow me theme that you want to share? Did we? I don't think so. Did we no, finish I think that? That's mostly it. Okay. So, so for me, it looks a little bit different. Um, I am not so worried about teaching stories and, and even teaching principles. I mean, we want to, I'm focusing more on, okay, we know the stories, we know the principles, but how does that apply to, to us in our lives? And so we're kind of focusing a little bit 
differently. So, so for me, I have also um, chosen a theme and I share that theme with my family. So like for October, our theme is um, seeking for the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I have a couple of different um, topics for the different weeks that as we explore this idea of seeking the gift of the Holy Ghost, what that might mean. Um, and I write that on the the top of my page of my scriptures so that as I'm reading my scriptures, that's the, that's the focus that I'm having for that month. And I will highlight um, with my, my colored pencil, anything that has to do with that topic that I'm reading. So, and, and my, I will be honest. I'm really the only one who does this. I share the thing with my kids. I talk about what I'm learning with my kids, but they aren't super engaged with with that as well. But what I'm finding is that because I am focused on that and I'm sharing what I'm learning with them every day as we get done. Well, in regards to, so like last month, in regards to um, what it means to be a disciple of Christ, this is what I learned. And so every morning I was sharing with them a different aspect of becoming a disciple of Christ that that I learned through my scripture study. And, um, but they, they haven't really found the need to do that for themselves yet. Um, but I'm giving them their agency to, to choose. I've, I've, I'm picking my battles and I said, you know what, they're, they're hearing this, they're here for scripture study. Um, and I'm sharing what I'm learning. There might come a point in their lives when they want to work with, with this idea. But right now this is, where we're at. Um, but mm-hmm. for me, that works really well as I um, take that theme and then I am looking for answers for that as I read my scriptures on a daily basis. So on every, at the top of the page of every script, of every, every page on your scriptures, you well, write that for like theme? every chapter, every chapter. So okay. that um, as I, my, my goal in doing this is that as I go back um, through this, I have a book that's just, just for this. So this book is, is, will be set aside after mm-hmm. this scripture study and I'll pick up a different book to write in. So this is, I guess I don't have necessarily a scripture journal. I take notes and things in my scriptures themselves. They're just the kind of the smaller cheap ones mm-hmm. that I can write in. Um, and that's where I keep my notes and things. So, but by having that theme at the top, like I say, not every not every page because that just got overwhelming. But like the, every chapter, or every few pages, I just write the theme to remind me what it is I'm looking for as I'm reading, and that I found that to gotcha. be really helpful. Gotcha. So, okay, let's move on then to um, family home evening lessons. You are still using family home evening to help teach your children. What does that look like for you? I find family home evening so important in our home because we're talking about come follow me throughout the week. Family home evening is our opportunity to get together to do something fun and to maybe um, sometimes we talk about come follow me stuff, whatever we're studying for that theme, but it also gives us the chance to talk about something else that we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. things like um, when my daughter has a really hard time saying sorry. Right, we can create it as something in a low-key environment to talk about that. Right, when um, we want to talk about tithing and have like a good lesson with like coins and stuff and how to set 
money aside for savings and tithing and spending. Like we could do that during family home evening. Um, my kids are still little enough that we have so much teaching that that does need to happen still that family home evening is a wonderful time to do that. Mm -hmm. So we do it Monday nights. Um, we start with a song and a prayer. Um, we do talents. So we let everyone show something that they've been working on, whether it's a somersault, whether it's the piano, whether it's running around in a circle. <laughs> it's my three-year-old's favorite. Um, although, yeah, she just hurt her leg, so she can't right now. She's going to have to choose something else. Um, you know, whether it's a Lego creation they built or something they drew. Anyway, whatever it is they want to show off. They can show off during that time. Um, we talk about what's coming up that week so that my husband and I are on the same page. And at this point, the kids zone out. So we try to make that as quick as possible. <laughs> but it's important for me and Scott to make sure that we're aware of each other's schedules. Um, and then we have a short lesson. The lesson is anywhere from 5 to sometimes 20 minutes, depending on what it is. But usually 5 to 15 minutes. Um, but usually a lot more active than like a typical scripture study would be. Um, so, and then a closing prayer and sometimes treats. Just because I'm lazy. Kids would love it if I gave treats more, but I can't always. And it's bedtime. It's past bedtime by that point because we can't <laughs> so start until Scott gets home from work. Point. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway but that's 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 kind of what it looks like kids love family home evening they love being able to show their talents they love just having that time together um but it just gives me and scott the opportunity to talk about things with our children that we know needs to be addressed mm -hmm. um and so we don't have to worry about when or how we're going to do it because we know that we'll have opportunity during family home evening to do that i love it i think that's perfect so this is really we wanted to just share with you what it might look like for us. Now, again, every family is going to be different. Every family is going to find things that work better for them, that, um, you know, every dynamic is, is different. And so while we share this with you, we have no expectation that what we do will be what works perfect for you. So to, to kind of wrap things up, let's talk about the principles underlying what we do and why we do it so that as you go to figure out how to implement these things in your own family, you use these principles to guide you in making those decisions. Um, so to begin with, um, the, the, the principle of consistency, whatever you do, be consistent at it. Um, remember, this is the time with young kids that you are setting the foundation for for the rest of their lives, that it's just you're teaching habits, you're teaching systems that are going to um, help them for, for years to come. So the key here is consistency. Find a time, a place, and a system that works for you and keep with it. Whether it's at the breakfast table, whether it's right before they go to bed, whether it's before they get up, or not before they get up, but right as they get up before they go to school, um, whatever that time is, decide on that. Um, and then just, just remember, you know, this is the time that they're not going to remember all the specific lessons that they hear, but they will remember that you were consistent in having family scripture study, that you were consistent in having family home evening, that you were consistent in doing the come follow me. Um, that I think is key. Um, you know, mom, I, go ahead. I think you're right that that's. 
they're not going to remember the lessons. So you don't need to stress out about them. It doesn't need to be a stressful thing. Um, be okay with experimenting. But you're right. That idea of consistency is so important. Um, but I would add, and I think this maybe is where you're headed, but I would add that it's going to be really hard to jump in and be consistent at everything if you haven't been doing these things. Absolutely. And it's totally 100% okay to start with one thing and get good at that one thing because the idea is consistency. And if you add too much, you can't be consistent. So whether it's daily scripture study you want to start with, start with that and get really consistent at it. And then later you can add it a come follow like a Sunday lesson or a Monday family home evening. Or maybe you want to switch it. Maybe you want to start with Monday family home evening or a Sunday church lesson. And maybe that's what you want to start with and not necessarily daily scripture study. Maybe you're not there yet. And that's totally fine too. I would choose one thing to start with. And then once you're really good at that, then you can add in another one because your goal is consistency in the long run. You're, you're like, right? Our goal is we have long-term perspectives here. We have eternal perspectives, long-term perspectives. We're not so worried about what's happening right now that we shoot ourselves in the foot for the future, right? Mm. Well, that's that's absolutely right. And that was the next principle to remember is that, that even the Lord teaches us line upon line, precept upon precept. He does not ask us to run faster than we have strength. So don't feel like you have to do all of these things all at once. So, so Lindsay and I have had a lot of years practicing this consistency and putting all of this into place. It doesn't happen just overnight because you think that this is everything that you have to do. It comes with time. It comes with practice and it comes with just being consistent. And so Lindsay is absolutely right when she says, just do one thing at a time and become consistent at that. And that again, remember that the Lord accepts that effort, just like Lindsay was talking about when her scripture study isn't perfect. She feels like the Lord accepts that effort. The Lord will accept your effort and meet you wherever you are at. And I think that that's an important part, principle to remember is that he doesn't expect us to do it all right now. One step at a time, one principle at a time is all he's asking for. So that's principle number two. Um, and then I think principle number three is a little bit goes along with that. Um, and that is to make sure that you don't get caught up in feeling like you need to teach it all right now. And that, um, you know, if, if your kids aren't being quiet and sitting still for 20 minutes while you give them this lesson that you've prepared, uh, that you're, that you're failing, remember that, um, this is built up over time and that um, it's age appropriate. It's it's just where your kids are at right now that they are not going to want to sit still for long periods of time, that they're energetic and that they want to sing and dance and move. And so five, 10 minute lessons are totally appropriate, totally appropriate. And you can feel success. Check. I, I did that. You know, if we had, Scripture study for five minutes. I feel great about that. And and remember that these small doses, particularly if they're repeated often, are much better than long lessons. So when Lindsay talks about, you know, every morning for scripture study, they do the same story over and over again for a full week. And then they might have a come follow me lesson expanding on that idea. And, but her three-year-old, because 
she's spending five minutes every day learning these stories. She's remembering them because they're repeated on a consistent basis over and over and over again. And that's where the learning comes through the repetition, through the consistency. That's how we're going to teach our children. Yeah. Yep. I think that's so important. Hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys. Um, if you have questions, follow up questions for us, because I don't know exactly what people want to know about our thing. Go ahead and join our Come Follow Me um, Intentionally Teaching Our Children and Youth group in Facebook. Um, and ask us in the, there. We we love answering. Yeah, we love interacting with people in there. So if you ask us in there, um, we'd be happy, more than happy to answer any specific questions you have. So if you're listening to this and says, you know, this part doesn't really make sense to me. Um, come ask us. We want to know. We want to know what's helpful, what, what, where gaps are, what would you guys need? So, so come ask us, let us know. Um, even if you don't have questions for us, come join that group because we love interacting with you guys and the people in there really are fantastic. Yeah. Um, the answers are just always spot on from everyone. Like it's so fun hearing people talk in there. And we'd love to have um, you share your wins as well. You know, gosh, I just had this great experience with my kid and you, we would love to hear it, share it with us so that we can celebrate in, in your wins as well. That is so rewarding to us to see that you and your family are making progress and that, that this is working for you. Just that's what this is all about. I mean, and it inspires others to action. Yes. Right. When you share what you're doing, it inspires I mean, you'd probably enjoy hearing what other people are doing. So share your wins. The people love to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So come join our group there. We'd love to hear you guys. And remember that your teaching matters. So we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, everybody.